Welcome to the Ambitious Hipster, everyone, where today we're going to talk about uh, unicycles and the Golden Girls and how records are way better than MP4s because you can feel the music, man. It's all about the vinyl, man. You know what I think a lot about hipsters? I'll tell you the most ambition a hipster ever had is maybe when they started a band. Because I feel like hipsters and hippies are the exact same thing. Like, they're both lazy, and they stink, and they usually work at coffee shops, and they just generally suck. Man, I've actually never met a hipster that I liked. Not one time. If you really think about it, if you really stop and think about it, hipsters and hippies are the exact same thing except hipsters follow shitty bands because they think it makes them cool they're just like oh, i'm gonna follow this band that sucks ironically and it's like oh so you're just gonna put yourself through bad experiences for fun what is this the military what are we doing here you're not even fighting for freedom at least at least with the troops they're fighting for freedom hipsters are just fighting for the top top douchebag you're the biggest douchebag in the world because you listen to shitty music you don't like and got a tattoo of a band nobody's ever heard of while you work at Starbucks. For one. <laughs> for one. <laughs> I am a very ambitious hipster. And the reason why this is called the ambitious hipster, you fucking asshole, is because I'm not technically a conventional hipster. That's why it's called the ambitious hipster. It's an oxymoron. It's a play on words. You get it? You were warned that I'd be taking over this podcast, so I'd like to welcome my guest. What's your name? We've been friends for 17 years. Steven. Welcome, Steven. What's your shitty podcast you're plugging? Something about unicycles and the Golden Girls or something? (laughs) Welcome, everyone, to another edition of Fuck sakes. Welcome everyone to the Welcome everyone to Fuck Sakes. The podcast. Welcome everyone to the Ambitious Hipster. (laughs) My name is John Warren. And finally on the podcast, uh the one, the only, uh Chris uh that's uh that's his that's his name he goes by. He is um a very well liked yeah, he has lots of friends, clearly. My social insurance number, you piece of shit. Let's <laughs> let's let's fucking restart that. <laughs> oh no, <laughs> like, it's staying in. It's, no, it's not. It's no, no. Not. I, I'm obviously cut. I'm obviously going to put Taco's bark in that. <laughs> you fucking cut. This is where he lives. All right. <laughs> All right. Welcome everyone to the ambitious hipster. My name is John Warren, and uh, finally at last, he's on the podcast. Uh, my guest for this lovely edition is uh, none other than Chris. What's going on, buddy? How you doing? I'm all right, I guess. Yeah? It's, just, uh, I've, just I'm enjoying sorry stealing to, people's podcasts, are we? I'm sorry to be on this low-quality podcast where we're going to talk about... You know what I hate about unicycles? Here's why I think most of you are douchebags. Uh, there's, it's, it's, it's our, bicycles are superior to all unicycles. Why don't you guys just give it up and just bow down to superior technology? When's the last time you even rode a bicycle? Oh, I don't know, man. I don't, can't remember the last time I walked to the door to get my skip the dishes. 
I just tell them to throw them to me. I'm just like, open the door and throw it to me. And then whatever, whatever the dog brings over to me is what I eat. (laughs) I'll just eat it. I don't care. Yeah. (laughs) He just baby birds it into my mouth. It's fine. Um, I don't ride. He's like one of those sharks. And I'm like one of those little fish that feed off of him. (laughs) Um, yeah, I don't ride a unicycle. I don't know where you got this weird thing. Like, I'm like the mailman from the Big Comfort Couch that I just ride fucking unicycles everywhere <laughs> and listen to vinyl records and the Golden Girls for some... What's with you and the Golden Girls? I don't know. A uh, couple things. Uh, one, all hipsters ride unicycles. That's just like a thing. Uh, two, who was the girl from the Big Comfy Couch? She was pretty hot. <laughs> I think your name was Loretta or something. Yeah, whatever happened to her? What did she go on to do, man? That would be a good thing to fucking let her 10 second clean up around my house. You know what I mean? She was a clown, though. She had magic. That's how she did her thing. She had dirty clown magic. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, you're not going to get us Christian boys with your dirty clown magic. Actively avoid dirty clown magics on the docket today. Just going out there, just praising the Lord. Um, I know a lot of times on You've Been Warned, we take pretty deep dives into the Bible. We like to talk about uh, the good in the world, how you can better yourself as a human being, uh, probably like crystals and shit. We literally... Don't talk about any of that stuff. But since Chris have, uh, brought it, since crystal. Chris brought it up, um, surprise! Starting this Wednesday, we will be dropping the very first episode of "You've Been Warned." Uh, it will be a podcast once a week, uh, hosted by me and Chris. Uh, we will take alternate weeks of hosting, um, and it's just a free for all. Um, it's going to be really good. Uh, lots of edgy comedy, so viewer discretion is definitely advised. And uh, it's going to be great. I can't wait for you guys to come over and check it out. What do you think? Do you think people are going to check it out or what? I think a lot of your fans from Ambitious Hipster are going to come over and check it out and immediately try to get me canceled. <laughs> yeah, well, it's, but, that's but, what it is. And, but it's, joke's on them. I can't be canceled if, I, if I've never been. <laughs> no trust me trust me you can be cancelled for sure I'm actually surprised kicked. we haven't been kicked off of this already you can get me kicked off the John Warren podcast network um so actually funny thing about that the John Ward podcast network um I was doing my logo the other day and um I found this really nice photo that I had in my catalog and I was like fuck I really want to use this photo I was like, but there was an image in it that I just, I didn't want to use. So what I did is, huh? No, not that. Um, a little bit worse. My ex-wife was in it, actually. Oh, that's worse? Oh. <laughs> Bazinga. Um, anyways, I'm a huge component of, um, as you've noticed on this podcast, you've probably never even listened to an episode, but I'm a huge component on spirituality and finding something to believe in and i i like to think of trying to find my north star so i put a north star 
in the middle of the in the middle of the of the photo and I cropped my ex-wife out of it and then in the in the back I put John Ward podcasts and uh, my ex-wife ended up seeing it and looked at it. She's like, do you seriously just fucking crop me out of that photo? I'm like, uh, no. <laughs> no, you're my North Star, baby. That was a metaphor for how much I cherished our time together. Uh, it was good. She's she's a good person. Uh, I wish her nothing but well on her future endeavors. Boo. so you were telling me that uh you have this really new controversial therapy you would like to talk about today it's called like mdma therapy i think is what you said i don't know how new it is but i thought it would be controversial to you just because you're like an anti-drug guy i wouldn't say i'm anti-drug i would say i'm more pro-choice but I definitely don't want like so it it this is going to sound a little silly but I'm definitely not anti-drug. I just think that we should be focusing more on treating it more as a sickness than it is illegal. I'm definitely pro-choice. It's just I just don't want it around me. I guess if that makes any sense. I wouldn't yeah. say I'm anti-drug. Would it, would you? Does that make <laughs> no. me anti-drug? No, no, because I do drugs and you hang out with me. But I meant like you're you're more straight edge. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, I would yeah, say you're yeah. you're a straight edge guy. Like you don't do drugs. Like you try to avoid even taking like Tylenol and stuff. Like you try. I, I actually I refuse drugs. to take Tylenol. I refuse yeah. to take Tylenol aspirin. Yeah. Yeah, like you don't take any drugs. But MDMA is is basically like super pure ecstasy, I guess. Okay. And what this study is doing is it's it's trying to treat people with psychological and emotional damage caused by, like, PTSD stuff, like rape or war or, like, you know, like, violent crime, like, gangbang stuff, like, gangbanger stuff or, like, all that other, like, all that other violent, horrible things that could happen to you that can cause PTSD. And then they're also trying to treat uh, autistic adults with social anxiety at the same time. Which seems like kind of a big leap for this one, but it's like, all right, well, if it helps, I mean, they're autistic. I don't really know how their brains work, so sure, the FDA, the FDA approved it. But how how do you feel about that personally? Like, obviously, you probably agree with them going ahead with it, or no? Yeah, hundred percent. As long as it's used, I guess. Can you get addicted to any of that stuff? Yeah, but see, here's here's one of the things they say in the test is that usually um, when you get on to certain drugs, like uh, let's say drugs for like depression, you take them for a very long time. Uh, whereas, whereas the MDMA therapy, you only do it like a small number of times. Like oh, you don't, okay. well, you don't keep sense. doing it over and over and over again. Uh, you don't you don't take them daily for years or forever or whatever. It's just like a the MDMA therapy is only administered like a few times, and it's like under doctor supervision and all that stuff. Oh, okay, so there's there's a lot of like things to go through. Like they're they're not going to just be like, here's some fucking crack cocaine, you know, fucking best of luck to you type of thing. No, 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 and it's during therapy too. 
yeah, see, no, I don't really have a problem with it. Um, I'm, I'm more of a thing, like, who am I to really kind of judge what anybody can do anyways, in the sense of, like, how can I tell you how to treat your PTSD from, like, war, right? Like, I'm, we can go into that another time of, like, how I feel about war and stuff like that. I'm obviously not a fan. We've had Good. conversations in the past. But at the same I'm time, a fan of it. how can I... Did you just say you're not a fan of it or you're a fan of it? I'm a fan of it. Oh, yeah, no. Well, of course, because you're a piece well, of shit. When that song but, was like... What song was like, whoa, what is it good for? I was like, lots of stuff. I was like the one guy in the back. Making yeah. money overseas. <laughs> Um, I don't know if anybody realizes, but he's clearly being sarcastic. He's just, he's just <laughs> terrible. He's just absolutely terrible at it. Um, no, but like, who am I to to tell you how to treat your illness? That would be like, that would be like you having AIDS and me like being like, well, I don't know if you know taking fucking vitamins is good for it. It says therapy is good for AIDS. So, you know, that's how you treat your AIDS. And I'd be like, nah, I don't think so. I don't think your vitamins are good for your AIDS, Chris. Hey? It's, it's never been clinically studied or proven that Flintstone vitamins don't cure AIDS. Are you sure? I'm positive. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's actually just it's just the Barney Rubble ones that actually do. <laughs> yeah, uh, man, we gotta start stockpiling those motherfuckers, and sending them over to Africa. What we happens help. any time? <laughs> what happens if any time you uh you get like if you ate something like that, you'd get a superpower? What would be your superpower? If I was Barney Rubble, uh, being a Weasley little bitch, he was always stealing Fred's Fruity Pebbles. <laughs> Why was his <laughs> eyes? Like, did you ever notice, like, Fred's eyes were, like, cool. Like, he actually had eyes. But, like, Barney's just had dots. Like, he just never blanked. He never had eyebrows. Nothing. Just had fucking dots for eyes. He was a drug addict. He was always stealing Fred's Fruity Pebbles because he was high. <laughs> Yeah, like, everybody else... Did you notice also Wilma had dots for eyes, but Betty had, like, just regular eyes? Like, what the fuck is going on here? <laughs> what is happening in the Flintstone world? Why Why do these two only have dots for eyes? And they're the only people in the cartoons. If you go back and look at the thing, like, they're the only two that have dots just as for eyes. Well, what what happened in the uh, in the Flintstones movie... Oh, they went back in time, wasn't it? Or was that like the crossover with the Jetsons? Jetsons? Are no, you talking the, about the shitty like live action nineties? The movie? shitty live action one when they were like, "We'll just build this giant contraption to throw this boulder and all these this equipment, and we'll get a bunch of money." And I'm thinking to myself, like, aren't they going to investigate this? Like, will no. people look into what happened here? <laughs> um, <laughs> you know what really makes me. Like, so you guys are in the priest, so you can build machinery with dinosaurs, but yet you can't build cars that you don't have to use with your feet? Like, this just doesn't make any sense to me. Just put a bunch of dinosaurs in there. 
Man, wouldn't it be cool, though, to live back in the Flintstones age? Just, like, just hanging out, fucking driving a car using your feet for some reason. Somehow that, that just makes you go super fast. I don't understand how. Even though you steer, you have a gas and a brake pedal. I just, somehow you just, that's how you start your car? By fucking just running? Lifting it up and running? Getting, like, a head start? Um, who do you think could run out in a race? You were, you were Barney Rubble. Well, he'd have to be drawn the entire time, but I'm also very fat. How long <laughs> is the race? It's at least, it's like 12, 12, 12 kilometers. It would depend. If the <laughs> animator can animate for 12 kilometers, then I'll lose. If he can animate for like four kilometers, I might win because I might be able to make it 4.1 kilometers. <laughs> before you die yeah <laughs> yeah it's like, like you'd get out of your drive through and you'd just be panting you'd be like oh my god <laughs> how, how far have i ran not even a kilometer <laughs> not even humorously i'd be <laughs> yeah, it's not even <laughs> not even a fourth <laughs> uh yeah, they both died <laughs> like, yeah all right right on uh yeah well did you ever watch the crossover they did with the jetsons Probably. Yeah. Probably. As a kid, yeah, probably. It was you know what I really found really weird is how did you ever hear the conspiracy uh theory like they do like these little conspiracy theories about cartoons about how like the Jetsons were actually like so the Flintstones were in the future where the Jetsons were in the past. So they think that there was a post apocalyptic world and that's what the Flintstones live in. And the Jetsons were in the past. And that's what happened. The Jetsons in their little future ruined the world. And that that's what the Flintstones live in. Because of their like the building with the dinosaurs and all that kind of stuff. Did you ever hear that little, uh, uh, little tidbit? I think... I would rather be a Flintstone than a Jetson. So I'd rather live in the post-apocalyptic times. You don't want to be your boy Elroy? That's that's kind of... His boy Elroy! Do-do-do-do! Yeah, but what about that one when they're just like... Where they're just like... God damn it, I can't remember any of the Flintstone theme <laughs> right now. Wilma? Chris, Chris attacks people with a... That's still that? that's still what about uh, that? Robin Banks on dinosaurs. Bam 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 bam. <laughs> that's still to the Jetsons theme. <laughs> no, it's not. Yes, yours, it is. Was, yours was to the Flintstone theme, you thieving piece of shit. I'm gonna copyright strike this goddamn show. Alright. Easy. Easy. That's it. Shots fired. Shots fired, bro. It's a war. It's a it's war. A war. It's a, a podcast war. war. It's a podcast you realize I'm war. on both podcasts. It's a podcast, war. It's a podcast how, war. How can it be a podcast war? I'm on both podcasts. Yeah, well, half of our podcast sucks dick. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, <laughs> that's where we're going to call it a day. All right. So that's going to do it for us, guys. Uh, do you want to give us the quote of the day there, Chris? Yeah. Yeah, I do. All right. Well, what is what is what is best in life, ambitious hipster? What is best in life, ambitious yeah. hipster? 
What is, is that your quote? No, I'm asking you asking me a question. I'm asking you, what is best in life? I I don't know. I guess family, friends. Well, here's what the You've Been Warned podcast believes the best thing in life is. To crush your enemies. To see them driven before you. To hear the lamentation of their women. All right. We're All coming right. for you. All right. It's happening. All right. Podcast wars. <laughs> I'm going to dox right. you. I'm going to dox you. And I'm going to hack you. And I'm going to get into your little Instagram. And I'm going to put your little chihuahua on dresses. I'm going to make them look like a silly boy. And then the you're only... going to look like a silly boy as well. <laughs> the only person is here is wearing dresses is you because you're so overweight you have to wear moo-moos. Anyways, this quote can be attributed to exactly what is happening right here, guys. Maybe it won't work out, but maybe seeing if it does will be the best adventure ever. Take care, guys. Love you. We'll see you in the next one. Bye. Oh, my God.